0: Two, one Seven things you didn't know You need to know I'm Kira Evans And this is the Standout 7 Island Edition In the next seven minutes or so We'll look back on a week Where Russia's flagship The Moskva sank in the Black Sea Ireland was shocked by two brutal murders In Sligo The Kinahan gang found themselves In the international spotlight And Liam Neeson popped in On the dairy Girls. This is the Standout 7 From the Smart 7 Ireland Edition And don't forget to hit the follow button To get daily updates at 7am in Ukraine reached its 50th day this week with UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson visiting Kiev on Saturday to meet with President Zelensky. How are you? Do you questions? How, how you know, are you? You know how I'm... Um, see, how are you doing? You're looking good. Oh, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure to see you. They went on a stroll around the relatively deserted streets of Kiev and Boris was presented with two cockerel jugs by a well-wisher. The cockerel has become a symbol of Ukrainian resistance after a photo of a bombed-out kitchen went viral where only the ornament was left standing. Boris probably hasn't seen the meme, though. for wine or for water? (laughs) For two two cockerels. Boris brought another 100 million in military aid for Ukraine, including more anti-tank missiles and Starstreak air defence systems. He praised the resilience and courage of the Ukrainian people. To the Ukrainians have shown the courage of a lion, that you, Volodymyr, have given the roar of that lion. I thank you for what you've been able to do. I think your leadership has been extraordinary. It was a dramatic week for the Ukrainian military who managed to strike the Russian flagship Moskva with their Neptune missiles in the Black Sea. That started a fire and ultimately sank the ship which had been used to launch cruise missiles at civilian targets. Former Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko who has been fighting with the Ukrainian army says it's a significant day in the war. This is, I think, the first step for the future deliberation of Crimea. By this missile attack we saved the lives of many civilian Ukrainians. Ukraine's current President Vladimir Zelensky spoke to the BBC's Clive Myrie, and he's again called for Germany and Hungary to stop blocking efforts to ban Russian oil and gas sales. We don't understand how you can make money out of blood, and we need to talk together with these countries on how it's possible for there to be different attitudes to this issue, the oil embargo within the European Union. Ireland has been shocked by two brutal murders in Sligo in recent days with Michael Snee and Aidan Moffat both killed in their homes. Chief Superintendent Aidan Larkin says the investigations are ongoing but they have real concerns that there's a homophobic element to the attacks. We are also actively investigating as to whether there's a hate-related motive to these murders. Wongarda Shekana will endeavour to seek out all of the available evidence and ultimately it will be a matter for a court to decide on that motivation behind these appalling crimes. Justice Minister Helen McEntee says there's legislation on the way to deal with these kinds of attacks. These are incidents that we thought were behind us um, and again I just want to reassure people that any crimes that are motivated by hate or by prejudice or by discrimination will not be tolerated will carry higher sentences um, and I hope to introduce the hate crime bill in a matter of weeks to respond. extraordinary press conference in Dublin City Hall on Tuesday, which saw the U.S. Ambassador to Ireland, U.S. Homeland Secretary, the U.K.'s National Crime Agency and the Gardaí all gathered to announce sanctions on the Kinnahan Organised Crime Group. Daniel Kinnahan is a well-known figure in boxing circles, a founder of MTK Global and former advisor to heavyweight Tyson Fury. But Greg Gajantis of the U.S. Treasury Department says he's the acceptable face of a serious criminal enterprise. As of today, the Kinahan Transnational Criminal Organization joins the ranks of Italy's Camara, Mexico's Los Zetas, Japan's Yakuza and Russia's Thieves-in-Law. The US have placed sanctions on the gang and their activities and bank accounts, accusing them of generating over a billion euro from drug and firearm smuggling. They've also placed a $5 million reward on three key members, including Daniel. Guy, the Commissioner, Drew Harris, says their time is up. To them I'd say, you can run, but you can't hide from justice forever. And from today, they will be running low on money, friends and influence. The Met Police dropped another party gate surprise on Tuesday, popping up with 30 more fines. This time for the awkward office event that was Boris Johnson's birthday party. That meant that Boris, wife Carrie and Chancellor Rishi Sunak were all issued with fixed penalty fines for breaking lockdown rules. The man who made the rules, announced the rules and broke the rules, becoming the first serving Prime Minister who had broken the law, showed no signs of any intention to step down. Let me say immediately that I've paid the fine and I once again offer a full apology. There was a brief gathering in the Cabinet Room shortly after 2pm, lasting for less than 10 minutes. In all frankness, at that time, it did not occur to me that this might have been a breach of the rules. Chancellor Rishi Sunank offered an apology, but he also showed no sign of stepping down. There may also be fines to come. Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer says that it's just not good enough, particularly because so many people around the country made so many sacrifices during the pandemic. They've dishonoured all of that sacrifice. This is the first time in the history of our country that a Prime Minister has been found to be in breach of the law. Britain deserves better. They have to go. Still to come on the Smart 7 Island edition, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are back in court and Liam Neeson surprises the Derry girls. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. The world's richest man and possibly greatest internet troll, Elon Musk, was at it again on Thursday. Having bought a sizable stake in Twitter, he suddenly made an all-cash best and final offer to buy the whole company at a proposed value of over $40 billion. That led to a frenzied board meeting and even an all-staff meeting. However, even Elon himself has hinted he doesn't really expect the deal to go through. And tech correspondent for LBC, Will Gayat, thinks the whole thing may just be an elaborate wind-up. I don't think Elon Musk has any intention at all of buying Twitter. This is some sort of joke from the world's richest man. Elon Musk now owns over 9% of Twitter. Elon Musk has a track record of using the internet and his opinion on stuff to build interest and increase values. This is a guy who isn't afraid to use his notoriety to improve his return on investment. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are back in court again. This time, Johnny is suing Amber for an opinion piece she wrote for the Washington Post in which she claimed to be a victim of domestic abuse. He's looking for $50 million in damages, but she's counter suing and looking for $100 million. It's all taking place in Virginia and will be streamed live with star witnesses expected to include James Franco, Elon Musk and Paul Bettany. Amber's lawyer, Ben and Rottenborn, says it's not going to be pretty. Mr. Depp's team is going to try to turn this case into a soap opera. Why? I'm not really sure because the evidence is isn't pretty for Mr. Depp. You're gonna see who the real Johnny Depp is. Behind the red carpets, behind the pirate costumes, you're gonna see who that man really is. Derry Girls is back for its third and final season on Channel 4. If you've not seen it yet, you're missing out. It's set in Northern Ireland in Derry or Londonderry, depending on which side you're on during The Troubles. And it stars Nicola Collin, who's now also the star of Bridgerton, along with Tommy Tiernan, and for one episode only, international superstar Liam Neeson. Yep, the band man and Hollywood legend turned up as a police officer in the opening episode. And the troublesome schoolgirls are in, well, trouble we were just trying to break right them we would like to speak to a solicitor please all in good time for the tape the inspector is refusing us the right of legal representation there is no tape you're trying to stitch us up Archie. why would i do that because we're Fenians. that is a very serious obligation girls are you denying that your organization is prejudiced inspector for the tape the inspector is refusing to answer there is no tape This has been the Smart 7 Ireland Edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dogs. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.